0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Trump and Biden lash out in fiery debate Disney to lay off 28,000 at its theme parks And worldwide death toll from coronavirus eclipses 1 million It's Wednesday, September 30. I'm Anthony Davis. Marred by angry interruptions and bitter accusations, the first debate between President Donald Trump and Joe Biden erupted in contentious exchanges last night over the coronavirus pandemic, job losses, and how the Supreme Court will shape the future of the nation's health care. Fitting for an ugly campaign, the two men frequently talked over each other, with Trump interrupting, nearly shouting so often that Biden eventually snapped at him, Will you shut up, man? The fact is that everything he said so far is simply a lie, Biden said. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. Trump and Biden arrived in Cleveland hoping the debate would energise their bases of support, even as they competed for the slim slice of undecided voters who could decide the election. The vitriol exploded into the open when Biden attacked Trump's handling of the pandemic, saying the president waited and waited to act when the virus reached America's shores and still doesn't have a plan. The pandemic's effects were in plain sight, with the candidates' lecterns spaced far apart, all of the guests in the small crowd tested, and the traditional opening handshakes scrapped. With just 35 days until the election and early voting already underway in some states, Biden stepped onto a stage holding leads in the polls, significant in national surveys, close in some battleground states, and looking to expand his support among suburban voters. Women and seniors Biden's performances during the primary debates were uneven And some Democrats have been nervous as to how he would fare in an unscripted setting True to form, Trump bullied and lied his way through the 90-minute debate Showing his true colours as an aggressor and manipulator of the truth The debate ended with Trump practically encouraging his supporters to intimidate voters at polling places and refusing to accept the outcome of the election if it doesn't go his way. Squeezed by limits on attendance at its theme parks and other restrictions due to the pandemic, the Walt Disney Company said yesterday it planned to lay off 28,000 workers in its parks division in California and Florida. Two-thirds of the planned layoffs involve part-time workers, but they ranged from salaried employees to hourly workers, Disney officials said Disney's parks closed last spring as the pandemic started spreading in the US The Florida park reopened this summer, but the California parks have yet to reopen and the company awaits guidance from the state of California Disney officials said the company would provide severance packages for the employees where appropriate and also offer other services to help workers with job placement. Officials with the union that represents the actors who play Disney characters at the theme parks said they were having conversations with Disney officials about how they would be impacted, according to Actors Equity Association. With its parks closed due to the pandemic in April, Disney furloughed up to 43,000 workers while still paying for their health insurance at its Florida resort It brought many of them back after it reopened in July Furloughed workers in California also received health benefits In a statement, U.S. Representative Val Demings, a Democrat from Orlando said the layoffs showed the need for more coronavirus-related relief from Congress The worldwide death toll from the coronavirus has eclipsed one million, nine months into a crisis that has devastated the global economy, tested world leaders' resolve, pitted science against politics and forced multitudes to change the way they live, learn and work. It's not just a number. It's human beings, it's people we love, said Dr. Howard Markle, a professor of medical history at the University of Michigan, who has advised government officials on containing pandemics and lost his 84-year-old mother to COVID-19 in February. The bleak milestone recorded on Monday in the U.S. by Johns Hopkins University is greater than the population of Jerusalem or Austin, Texas. Even then, the figure is almost certainly a vast undercount because of inadequate or inconsistent testing and reporting and suspected concealment by some countries. As the number continues to mount, nearly 5,000 deaths are reported each day on average. Parts of Europe are getting hit by new outbreaks and experts fear a second wave in the US which accounts for about 205,000 deaths or one out of five worldwide. That is far more than any other country, despite America's wealth and medical resources. Up to now, the disease has left only a faint footprint on Africa, well shy of early modelling that predicted thousands more deaths. But cases have recently surged in countries like Britain, Spain, Russia and Israel. In the United States, the return of students to college campuses sparked new outbreaks. With approval and distribution of a vaccine still probably months away and winter approaching in the Northern Hemisphere, the death toll will continue to climb. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please subscribe, rate and review us at 5minute.news. 5 Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily.